0: Topic is so important, especially you know, when you're a Christian, and um, you 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 want to experience victory every time of your 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 life, and live the life that Christ has actually spoken about, and what the word of God actually says to live in dominion 24/7. If you're going to live and walk in dominion 24/7, it means you'd have to pay attention to the word of God. All right, victory by the Spirit. Now. Some, in some way, I've been dealing with um, the topic of, well, since we got into victory by the Spirit, some sort of spiritual warfare, all right? But you need to really listen because some Christians are too extreme with that topic, alright? Spiritual warfare, and every time they're in the house, and they are killing their auntie, somebody who's doing, that's not what we are talking about. So I need to really listen, and I tell people most of the time, don't try to add to what you know. What I'm saying, sometimes you just add to what you know, and you just destroy everything. Be ready to remove the one that you know, and learn what the Word of God says about it, because a lot of the things that God's people act and do, is really not something they found in the Word of God, it's something that They have learned because of a certain church they were in. So they were in a church where they were killing their enemies. So it becomes something that becomes part of their Christian life. Anywhere they get to and prayer starts. When we say pray in tongues, they kill their enemies. When we say sing, they kill their enemies. No matter what you ask them to do, they have to really kill their enemies. And they don't have even one evidence of a killed enemy. see? So you need to really study the word of God. You need to learn the word of God and know what do I do? What do I do when everything is low? What do I do when everything is not working? How do I know that um, a devil had done this? Like Jesus Christ said, he said an enemy had done this. How do I know when it's an enemy was done? It? How do I also know if it is not an enemy, but rather I am going through a certain phase in my life? How do I know? Now, this is not only for those who probably have an issue and are trying to solve the issue. Some other times, it's about those who are already making it and they want to move to another level. You know, you need to also understand that. Sometimes you need to apply certain rules to get to another level. The Christian is not supposed to be defeated. Till the rapture of the church, it will become inconsistent for Christians to be defeated. So, how do we know what to do at what time? Victory by the spirits by the Spirit. Victory by the Spirit. Now, today I'll be talking on another side. I I started that last week, but I'll be going a little deeper into it. Dealing with demonic strongholds. Dealing with demonic strongholds. Anyone who tells you that demons are not real is a joke. Anyone who tells you demonic strongholds are not real, that person doesn't know what he's saying. Demonic strongholds, dealing with demonic strongholds. Anytime I meet people, all right, and sometimes, you know, like somebody said, it's only in Africa that when you cast out demons, people will be shouting, you know, you are wrong, you are wrong, you are wrong. I've cast out a devil from a white before on campus. White boy. He came, we were talking, I looked into his eyes, I could tell that there was a demon that cast out a demon. The guy fell under power. He didn't believe in God. I was still a student. You're wrong. You know the thing about the whites is that they don't broadcast those things. But the pastors are casting out devils because Jesus cast out devils. Jesus cast out devils. Okay, look at Mark chapter 16, verse 17. Mark 16, verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Now, Jesus is ascending to heaven, and he's telling the people the signs that are supposed to follow them. So anyone who is a believer, what he says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. In my name they shall cast out devils. That even came before speaking in tongues. To show that, the emphasis that God is giving to casting out devils. To show the emphasis that God is giving to casting out devils. There are things going on in people's lives and there's no way to explain it than to say that this is caused by a devil. And when we start talking about demons and devils, people immediately start to think, okay, I'm going to something very, very interesting now. Let me ask you a question. Between murder and lying, which one looks like a bigger... A bigger sin or crime. Murder, right? Do you all agree? Right? How are you? You all agree? Yeah. I understand why you, are, you you you'd say it's murder. In the spirit, lying is heavier than murder. In the spirit, lying is heavier than murder. The Bible doesn't call the devil the father of murder, he's the father of lies. <laughs> the devil himself. That's his nature. That is, he's a father of lies. I'll tell you why, because there's something called demonic networking. When you, when if you understand how wicked the devil is, you will know that if the devil can just kill a man, he will just be doing it. Do you understand? The way we see it in, in. Uh, Movies, you see, a demon throws something at somebody, and someone that, that's what we think about devils, and that's why the devil has gotten us to be comfortable with such ideologies. All right, so we miss him a lot of the times because we are not seeing a dark figure throwing something at us. So we think every other thing moving around us is normal, and everything is, you know, is maybe i'm not trying enough maybe i'm not doing enough but you check around and you study from the word of god and the word of god now begins to give you bible says that we are not ignorant of the devil's devices so the word of god will now be giving you the character of the devil so you use that to trace and say no 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 so the word of god helps you to trace then the spirit of god helps you to discern and say that no this is a devil now Demonic network. I call something demonic networking. Let me explain. Now, even though the devil probably wants to murder somebody, all right, he's not going to come. The demon of murder, all right, John chapter 14, verse 30. Look at him. John 14, verse 30. Now, Jesus says, Hereafter I will not talk much with you. He says, For the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. Now, Jesus says, the prince of this world cometh and he hath nothing in me. So, as much as the devil cannot possess a Christian, the devil can put something in a Christian that gives him access to the Christian. You see, Jesus says, The, the, the prince of the world cometh, talking about the devil. He said, But he had nothing in me. So, Jesus was not afraid of the devil because he had nothing in him. Check, no, check, check the one that the devil was able to use to betray Jesus. From the onset, Jesus Christ said that that guy liked money. So, the devil had something in him. So, the devil was not going to look for Andrew. There was nothing about Andrew. Andrew. The was not going to look for Bartholomew. There was nothing about Bartholomew that God, the devil could use. So don't think that the, the devil just uses people. No, he has something in them. How me, the prince of the world come in, and he has nothing in me. So the devil comes, looks for something that is consistent. The person is born again. Now, there's a scripture. Okay, uh, Ephesians 4 verse 27. Look at this. He's writing to Christians. <laughs> this is not unbelievers. Ephesians. He says, "Give no place to the devil." That means a Christian can be born again, speak in tongues, and give place to the devil. He's giving the devil. So, some are supposed to give. The, the Bible even said, "Give no place to the devil." Some are giving him three bedroom flats. He said, "Give no place to the devil." The prince of this world cometh, and he hath nothing. In me, so the bigger problem, sin, probably is the murder, and the devil wants to achieve murder, but because there is nothing of murder in you, he can't achieve that, so he needs to send a smaller one to start unlocking you. So he sends a lie, then later he sends anger. I think you heard a lie about somebody now you were angry. Then, in the beginning, when the thoughts of of murder came to you, you were not responding. You were not responding because it's not in you. But you see, Jesus Christ told about, about how demons network. He said, when a demon leaves a man, he said he goes to look for seven stronger demons. Then they will come back. So, the person was probably just a liar. After some time, When demonic networking happened, the person became a liar and a betrayer. Judas only liked money. After a while, after stealing from Jesus' purse, now, if you want to understand how this thing of seven times stronger demon were, if you've stolen your mother's money before, you know what I'm talking about. You start with coins. After a while, you got weight. You know and the funny thing at a certain point in 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 your in your stealing you notice that it's it's so it's so surreal look after a while now i've stolen my mother's money before so i know what i'm talking about after a while it's like you have a gift when you get to that I'm, I'm not joking after when you get to the room you know where the money is they, 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 they hide it you just know where to go am i right it's like at that time it's like word of knowledge. Man, I started taking coins to play game. Taking coins to play game. After a while I was not satisfied with the coins. Seven times stronger. Didn't it? So it's normal, it's normal. Then after a while I was not taking bigger amounts. And taking bigger amounts, I was getting bigger every day. <laughs> I was now enjoying it. Then it got to a time, you know, it got to a time when you get to them because now they realize that someone was stealing. So now they decide to hide the money somewhere. And where they hide it, how I find it, even me, I'm surprised. (laughs) It's like the person now has a gift. Did you go to secondary school? The thieves. It's like, how did you manage to even find my key? Like, where I put the key? It's a spirit. They get there and the thing tells them, on the left, on the left. that they don't even have to search for long. After a while, the person now graduates. See, there has been an unlocking. Now, another spirit has come in. Then, they want to unlocks for another set of spirits. So the person is born again, but he has given place to the devil. Jesus is Lord over his life. Or Jesus is supposed to be Lord over his life, but there are certain aspects of his life like his emotions are not surrendered to the Lord. So, yes, I'm a Christian, I'm born again, but there are certain sides of his life that you know that, no, this is being controlled by a devil. He's born again, but when he gets angry, nobody can stop him. He's born again, but he cannot control his appetite for certain things. They're out of his control. He cannot do anything about it. Likely to be a devil. Give no place to the devil. Now, like I said, a lot of the time when we say, when we talk about demons and devils, we're expecting a weird creature. No, 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 no. A lot of the time, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. All the time, these demons and devils don't even act that way. I told you, I said, spirits are not as erratic as we think. Like, for example, um, do you know that anytime I express love to somebody, do you know that I have just expressed God? It's like God acted through me. You see, I didn't feel anything moving me to, to say that God was acting through me. Like, sometimes when I even prophesy, I, it's not like I'm feeling any shaking or anything but i just find myself doing it and i'm aware of myself sometimes you know that these thoughts are running through your head but you know you know by the time they come out you realize it is god okay leave those people when they are prophesying they have to jump from one side to the leave them alone they just like acting drama there's some people before they prophesy, it's from here when they start here we'll finish that the, they say that's when you know that they are prophesied no but the bible says that the spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophet so you don't have to do all those gimmicks you can stand on your feet and prophesy. Thus hear yeah, the Spirit of God. That's what the Bible says about the prophets in the Bible. That's how they prophesy. Jeremiah will stand outside and start shouting and screaming and prophesy. When he's done, he's, he writes the thing he said. But some people finish prophesying, ask them. They say, I don't know what happened. Oh revoir. <laughs> that's, not, that's not God. That doesn't look like God to me. That I don't know what happened. You just said everything. So just to convince us that it was really God speaking through them. Why are you lying? All right. So like I said, spirits are not as erratic as we think. When a devil gets into someone's life, a lot of the time, you know, because they are born again, especially now, we are dealing with people who are born again. For someone who is not born again, the Bible has already said that there's a spirit at work in them. Now, how do you think that, okay, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, he said, and you hath he quickened, talking about the Ephesians, as with the Christians, he said, and you hath he quickened, who were dead in Trespasses and sins. You see, then verse 2 he says, wherein in time past ye walked according to the purpose of this world, according to the look at he's talking about when they were not born again. He says they walked according to the prince of the power of the air. That means the devil uses the air. I'll talk to you about that, how he uses the air. He says, according to the prince of the power of the air, he said, the spirit. Now, talking about people who are not born again he said the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience he calls them the children of disobedience so you could see that the person is not born again you talk to him about jesus christ and he's even getting angry it's not him there's a spirit at work in him and the bible calls it the the, the, the prince of the power of the air and it is working in the children of disobedience it's, it's like a spirit of disobedience the bible talks about those who do not obey the truth who do not obey the faith Bible talks about the obedience of faith. So when someone is preached to about Jesus and the person accepts it, there's this obedience to the gospel. But those who are not accepting, you know, you you I, I remember myself when people used to tell me, you know, because my, my dad is a pastor, and you know, oh, you're going to be a pastor like your dad. I'll get so angry. Hey, 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 my dad has chosen what he wants to do, leave me to do what I want to do. It wasn't me. Even though I was not feeling anything running through me like a spirit to say I'm disobeying, but there was just this disobedience. There's some of you who have siblings and, and they just refuse to hear anything about God. They tell them, let's come to church and they would have gone any other place with you except church. Why? They could have gone to a seminar and sit down this same number of hours with you, but when it comes to church, there's something that's pulling them away from when they sit in the house of God, it's like something is wrong with them. They can't stay there. What's wrong with them? The prince of the power of the air is doing something with their minds. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Let's go from verse 3. Look at this. He said, but if our gospel be hid, he said, if our gospel be hid, he said, it is hid to them that are lost. Crazy. He says, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. So what is the devil doing? The devil, no, your spirit is designed to believe. So the devil does not touch your spirit because your, your spirit is designed to believe. When someone, I told you last week, I said, when someone becomes possessed, it means the, the devil is now living in his spirit. That kind of person is their witch. Is by will. That one is a different thing altogether. But a Christian cannot be possessed. So because the devil knows that I cannot attack his spirit, the devil now starts working on the mind. Begins to dwell in the soul of the person. So the person is not, is not possessed, but the person can act like the devil. Because what the devil has not taken facets of his life. So his financial life is not surrendered to God. His emotional life is not surrendered to God. There are different facets of a man's life. You see, when he gets angry, nothing can be done about it. He can be a pastor and be a very nice person to every other person. The day you get him angry, you'll see another side of him as though he was not born again. In second service, I share the story of a, of a, a lady, you know, who married a man. They, she got angry one day, took a knife and stabbed the person. Let me tell you something. Guys, girls, when you're dating somebody and the person jokingly even takes knife, run for your life. I'm telling you today, if you are probably sitting with your girlfriend, she has taken knife before. I know she might apologize when you get outside, but still be careful. Like, play, play, then she took knife. (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, ha. May have seen it before. It was like joke, but the person said, "Hey, hey, hey. Simba! <laughs> <Same> <laughs> hey, hey, are you a butcher? <laughs> now hold on, hold on! How could you conceive that thought? Hey, it looked like a joke. The devil is going to use it. The prince of this world cometh, but he had nothing in me." jokingly took a knife. And he said, it was love games. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If I ever... No, because the man is dead now. Because the woman stabbed the man and he died. And she regretted it. She called her, we should pray. Yes, God will forgive you, but government will jail you. (laughs) She's going to go to prison. Probably going to be there for the rest of her life. Because you said, I do. We should, I said, if I ever interrogate those two people, I will be able to get out a day that woman picked a certain knife, which was not, a maybe she was not serious about it. Or probably said, if you joke, I will stab you. When you hear those words, take them seriously. They are revealing. Sometimes they are spirits talking. You know, if you were very, very discerning, there was a time, Bible says a, 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 a young lady was following Paul, following Paul, saying, these men are the servants of God. Listen to them. These are servants of God. I mean, she's not saying anything bad. Be very discerning. Be very discerning. Your, your, your father's brothers are humanizers. Your dad just started. ha. <laughs> Don't say that's how men are. They are good men. All men are trash. All men are trash. <laughs> how did you meet all men? <laughs> are you hokey? Did you understand that? Are you hokey? Did you understand? How did you meet all men? Are you hokey? You didn't understand. <laughs> Some of you will cut it later in life. <laughs> and that's very fine. <laughs> you <need domain. laughs> All right. So I, t- I told you, you, you be careful with people. Because the, the, how easy it is for spirits to traffic through human beings, it's very so simple. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's so easy. Spirit can just immediately, within split seconds, spirit can just traffic. This one spoke by the devil. This one spoke by God. It's so simple. Peter did it. He was standing with Jesus Christ. Jesus says, who do men say I am? In fact, Jesus never said, all of you pray, let God tell you anything. Jesus had to discern. So Jesus said, who do men say I am? then they said oh some say you are this. they said who do you say i am what everybody was saying peter just spoke by god nothing fell on him he never shook nothing happened he said you are christ you are the son of the living god then jesus said flesh and blood had not oh god flesh and blood has not revealed it, but my father in heaven that means peter was speaking he didn't even know that what he was saying was a revelation from god in, within those split seconds that jesus asked that question a spirit trafficked a spirit passed through Oh, did it, are, are you catching it? A spirit passed through within no split second. Split second. A spirit passed through. A spirit passed through within a split seconds. i I'll show you a scripture right now. You'd love it. Few hours later, Jesus is speaking to Peter again. And Peter says, Jesus, don't say you will die. Then Jesus looked at Peter and said, this is not Peter. He said, Satan, get thee behind me. Oh, the same guy who said, Jesus, the son of the living God, now, another spirit traffic. He said, Satan just spoke to the same guy. That's why sometimes you need to, when you know the word of God, you begin to guard. Begin to guard because you can easily speak for the devil. Easily speak for the devil. A, a young lady shared a testimony. She said, one day she said to herself, she said, my status is my pulpit. She said, from that day, she noticed that anytime she types something and it is, it is of God, someone gets blessed by it. Because the Holy Ghost hears those things. He says, Okay, you are dedicating your status as a pulpit. All right, I pick it up. So I also put my power there. There are some people they have dedicated their status to the use of the devil, and they don't know they are doing the devil's bidding. Mm. So they post something, they, they, they might be born again. I'm telling you, they might be born again and they post something, and the next thing is someone is getting a thought to do a foolish thing. Spirits are trafficking. Look at this. Go back to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Verse 29. Ephesians 4, 29. Let no corrupt communication. Look at this. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use. No, hold on. Good to the use? Who is using it? No, hold on. If you understand what he's saying here, at this point in time, Paul was dealing with spirits. Because in verse 27, he said, give no place to the devil. In verse 29, he says, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. In verse 30, he was talking about grieving of the Holy Spirit. So, the guy is dealing with spirits. He's contrasting spirit. So, verse 29, he says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the youth." Of a divine. that means when you speak words, spirit to use your words, whether you like it or not. You know you, you you can say, hey, I'm writing this. No spirit should use it. That's why when you're a Christian, you become very careful and you you start guarding yourself. You start guarding yourself when you speak. Spirit begin to use it. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Now, this is Christian to Christian. Let me tell you something I do. You can try, you can try it, all right? You can try it and just pay attention a little. Don't make it a, a main thing in your life, but pay attention a little. Now, I don't have a circle of friends. I don't have a circle of friends. In fact, my my whole contact, maybe just one or two unbelievers, is because of. Um, years of, you know, of having that circle, I can hardly have an unbelieving friend now. Unless maybe I'm winning a soul and the person is trying I Hardly will I have an unbelieving friend. Because for years, I have just stayed in church environments for years. For many of you, you still have unbelieving friends, and that is fine. Because you're probably in a world where you're in an office, you're in a school, and you still have unbelieving friends. That's fine. I have now come to a place where I hardly know any unbelievers. Now, On my birthdays, when I want to know what God is telling me on my birthday, it is either I'm praying the night before, or I am observing the messages people send me. Because I have so many Christian friends, when they type, happy birthday, may God give you... You know, it's not their long life and prosperity. When you have Christian friends, before they, they are done typing, God would have used their fingers. And they will not have to feel anything. Check something, then check all the messages you receive. You will see a certain synergy. Have you noticed it? You will see a certain synergy, especially from the Christians. You see a certain synergy. Most of them did not even gather together to say it. Or to say, We are all going to sing that this year, more impact. This year, more prosperity. This year. They didn't, nobody planned it. But you can see all of them are saying the same thing. Then I begin to pay attention to it. Last year, my birthday, almost everybody who sent me a message sent something about the Holy Spirit. So I just knew this is the direction God wants me to go. God wants me to focus on the Holy Spirit. I prayed about it. It was not not far from it. So I just knew. And that was what happened in that year. This particular year. All of them who were texting were saying a particular thing. You see, that's the thing about, about being born again. You know, sometimes, I told you before, I said those times when I feel like I'm backsliding, the next thing I do is I go and look for a Christian to talk to. While I'm talking to him, God will be speaking through him. So a Christian is not an ordinary person. When you have believing friends, don't get yourself involved in things that are not you, to the use of edifying, Because you see, you're, you're wasting opportunity to be used by the Holy Ghost to minister grace unto yourselves. There are some Christians, when they meet, it's as though they are not born again. You can't listen to their conversations. So full of carnality, so full of stupidity. He said, let no communication proceed out of your mouth. Why? Why? He said, because that, that, that vessel you are, that system you are, he says, those words can be used. He said, and they can minister grace. That means we are all ministers of grace. When you are down and you talk to your Christian brother, you should be up. When you are down and you talk to your Christian sister, you should be up. Then go to verse 30. Then he says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Verse 31. He's still dealing with spirit. Let all bitterness. These are doors. You see, these are demonic doors that are opened The devil uses these things to open doors. Rarely will you see somebody just depressed because of depression. Rarely. It all starts with somebody did something. And someone did something. Why is somebody controlling how you feel? Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking Be put away from you with all malice. It's so difficult for the Holy Ghost to move in the life of someone who's bitter. It doesn't matter who did what to you. Just don't be bitter. Someone said, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting someone to die. Now, I say that unforgiveness is is a foreign word to a Christian. It's a foreign word. What am I saying? The word doesn't exist, truly, the word doesn't exist in itself to the Christian. We, we coined it. Like, how did we get to the place where we are not forgiving to get a word like unforgiveness? Do you get it? We, we, we are not forgiving, so now we now have a word called unforgiveness. It, it's a foreign word. It's a foreign word. And these are demonic activity. When will you act in a way? Right? Like, Someone did something to you. You're really pained. You're really pained. All right. Now, this week, I think I saw something. I didn't really pay attention to it, but it was like a, something happened and somebody cursed somebody, I think on social media or so. All right. I don't have a problem with a person cursing whatever it is. I, I don't have a problem. Now, where my problem was is other people's comments. Someone were saying... You don't know how she's feeling. You don't know how she's feeling. Allow people to express their, are you, are you okay? Are you, unless you, if, you're not, if you're not a Christian, if you're not born again, different thing. If you're born again, if you're born again, you don't act on how you feel. One of the main things that is causing depression in the lives of people is acting on how you feel. Alright, I feel this type of way. What is God saying? And all the time, God will give you a contrary view and it looks like, you know, no, I'm not vibing with this thing. How can I forgive this person? How this person did this thing to me? How can I vibe with this kind of thing? But God says so. So, you know, you start changing your disposition. Say, okay, okay. This person did this to me. I love the person regardless. This person remains my friend. Now, as you are saying it, something inside you will be fighting it. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. He said, though I, I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, that the, the word there is love, I am become as sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. Verse two, and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. All right, verse three, he says, and though I bestow all my goods to, the, to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned that means you can be giving and it's not with love because you can be giving for sure there's some people say give, I'm going to give my body to be burned but they know that this one and they just want the ladies to see that they are really persecuted alright and have not love it profited me nothing verse 4 he says everywhere you see love now it's supposed to be love they put can you say charity but the actual word is agape which is love he says love suffered Long. That means I take in some 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 trouble from this young man, he gives me some trouble. Then I feel like mm, I'm gonna to respond to this thing this person has done. Then the Bible says that I can take in some more. I can take in some more. I cannot, I cannot. You can. Love suffers long and is kind. Now, this is what you do when you want to really get it. Correct. Pastor Enoch is patient. Pastor Enoch is kind. Pastor Enoch is patient. Pastor Enoch is kind. Pastor Enoch does not envy at all, at all, at all. Pastor Enoch does not boast. I know some people will be thinking that's the bad. It's not you. I I don't boast. (laughs) Pastor Enoch is not proud. Pastor Enoch is not rude. Pastor Inok is not self-seeking. Pastor Inok is not easily angered. Pastor Inok does not keep record of wrong. <laughs> I said 19, 19 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Some people, they have dates. <laughs> I-, I-, I wanted to say something. And since I've been talking about, you know, I've been wanting to say something since I've been talking about. I don't want to come off as sexist. You see, because already now people are just looking <laughs> demons, demons, demons. It's very easy for a demon to use a lady. Why do you think they never want to eat first? Why it works both ways actually. It's the sensitivity. Ladies are very sensitive very very sensitive let me tell you something if you are dating and you start cheating unless your girl is dumb she will start feeling it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you see that (laughs) they can know your password you think it's prophetic (laughs) (laughs) who has a testimony of of this (laughs) No, the guys don't want to agree but me oh guys who thinks what i'm saying is correct you, sometimes you are bit shocked. The time when you were cheating, they call you. <laughs> they, are, they are calling. You are wondering why they are they? Why are you calling? You are you a witch? <laughs> very sensitive. And the day you are lying, it's like the only reason why the lie is passing through is because they have allowed the lie. It's like they are even hoping that the lie is true. <laughs> they are very sensitive. So it works both ways, actually. So they are also very easy for god to use for example when it comes to giving all right when god talks to a lady give this quick quick the guy <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. if i give okay i have CD. if i give 20 cities level 80 the 80 if i go out then god will say no give me 90 no god please let's do <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the time the ladies would rather come out <sighs> Postal, no, I've been leading for a very long time, so I know what I'm saying. When ladies they, they can give their all and go back home. But a guy would just be thinking, you no, know, send your fire, send your fire, send your. <laughs> all right. But another, another problem with the ladies is record of wrong. Mm, mm. They have their dates. Yeah. Exactly. How the weather was looking. Exactly. At that time, you did it. The dog was barking at the time. You did it. The Bible says that true love, if it's love, he said it keeps no record of wrong. That means even if you have the record, you cancel the record. It does not exist. Pastor, since 1992. 1992, Pastor, since 1992. Since that time. That boy left me. I've not been able to date. (laughs) Move on. Cancel the dates. Next one. Pastor Enoch does not delight in evil. But rejoices with the truth. Pastor Enoch always protects. Always trusts. Hey, are you sure? (laughs) Me, I have trust issues. Me, I have trust issues. And they're happy. And it's not consistent with Scripture. It's not not consistent with the Christian walk. It's not consistent with the Christian life. But uh, I have trust issues. She's asking, who are we trusting? (laughs) You know, let me tell you something. Trust is a gift. Trust is a gift. What you do is that's the trust to somebody. Hey pastor, hey pastor. You know what? Because of the sanity of your soul, for your sake. Because of the sanity of your soul, someone hurt you. Doesn't have to be a relationship. Someone hurt you. You meet another person. You are discerning, but there are some people you just need to give them the benefit. The doubt and give them the trust again. That's how God acts with us. There are things I cannot tell you, I would have you would just be shocked. There are some people they know. They can do something. Like, ah, I will never give this person an opportunity again. The person will, I person will give the person an opportunity again. Yeah. In fact, when I was going, I thought I had a problem. Because when I was going, I actually had a very big problem. I can leave my gate open. And I think, why is somebody coming to steal? No, they're all not like that. (laughs) (laughs) When I start growing, I noticed that some people are actually like that. (laughs) You know, but always trust. All right? I know that is really, you know, some people say trust is not my talent, but you know, always trust. Always hopes love always hopes. That means love will always hope the person will get better. You know, don't immediately start doing deductive logic into a relationship. You you will end it. <laughs> 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 uh, let's look at let's look at things like your dad. Your dad is probably drinking so much that he's causing so much pain in the family. You're always hoping. You always see him. You know, and because he's using all the money he's supposed to use to take care of you guys to be drinking, and you see him, you're supposed to be angry, but you see him, and you see a man who's not going to be drinking in the next few hours, or next few days, or next few years. You are seeing him as God sees him. Your mother might be instigating you against your dad. Hey, don't do it. Because sometimes your mother is probably going through something with 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 your dad. You understand, and. She's trying to pass on the poison to you of what she's going through, passing it to you. Your dad did not take, he never took care of us. He never took, and you know, that's how information is. All of a sudden you start fuming. You start fuming, hmm, this man, this man, this man. You now see him, hmm, this man, this man. You are the one suffering from that cancer now. It's not eating you up. Then you now come up with a theory, all men are trash always persevere. You will keep praying for that dad. You see? You keep praying for that man. All right? These are indications that the Spirit of God is at work in you. You see? The Spirit of God is at work in you. These are indications that the Spirit of God is at work in you. But when bitterness is inside you, you know, and all those things are inside you, you are seeing, this is not God. This is not God. This is the work of another spirit in me. Second, Second Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, verse 4. He says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. You see, now, he says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but he's supposed to be talking about Maybe spirit somewhere, you know. Yeah, but he's dealing with spirits though. He says, okay, go to verse 3. Let's start from verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. That means our conflict is not in the flesh. So even though something is going on, the conflict is not in the flesh. Even though that is drinking, even though that is has left us, is chasing small girls and is not taking care of us, the conflict, even though the the war is in the flesh, we are suffering the depression in our soul. We are suffering in our body. But he says the conflict is not in the flesh. He said even though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. He said for the weapons of our warfare are not cast but they are mighty through god he says to the pulling down of strongholds what are the strongholds verse 5 casting down imaginations so get it get it get it get it get it when the devil wants to do something the first thing he does is you know people think the devil has some power the devil only wields his power because jesus said all power and authority is given unto me so the devil as it were does not have any power, but he's able to wield some power through what we call Methodias. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God, all right, that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The wiles over there is not, you know, you know, when we say put on the whole, whole armor of God, some Christians begin to think it is um, a fight that a demon is throwing something at you and then you are put on the whole arm. No, 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 no. He says put on the whole armor of God. When he said put on the helmet of salvation, put on the breastplate of righteousness, all the things he asks you to put on, none are for some spiritual throwing of knives and things. No, he said it is only for one thing. He said that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, give me message translation of this verse. So take everything the master has set up for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. Now, what is that everything? Go to Amplified. Give me Amplified. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier with God's supplies, that you may be able successfully to stand up against all the strategies. And the deceit so the wiles are not arrows the wiles are strategies the devil only wields power through strategy and one of the strategy I told you is the demonic networking he will first of all send you a lie he will send you a smaller spirit that looks like it's nothing you see one of the one of the small spirit he sends always is the spirit of fear once the devil can get you to be afraid all right think about it the devil wants to kill you. He's so wicked that he doesn't have to tell you before he kills you. But you keep dreaming that you're in a coffin. What's he doing? He's sending you fear. Once you can be afraid, he can get you. Because just as faith is an atmosphere that God thrives in, fear is an atmosphere that the devil thrives in. The moment you fear, you have deleted God against all the strategies and the deceit of the devil. Now, we're going into into spiritual warfare. How do you deal with these things? How do you deal with these things? You're probably, you know, like um, the testimony I read to you. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? There's some of you, you, you will not be able to call the whole family for prayer, but you can call some people. You have a sister, you can do this with. Last week I started talking about praying in the spirit. It's so important, praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit praying in the spirit. Your dad is misbehaving, praying in the spirit. Sometimes some of you come and see me, your dad, um, I don't know why some men are doing this. Has money, but it's not spending on you people. It's spending it on every other person except you. This can only be a demon. Think about it. This can only be a demon. Think about it. That's the only reason. Because how would you, how would you have children and not take care of them? I don't understand. Maybe you even, hates the, the wife but not the children not the kids and you're not paying for their school piece. how do you expect them to go to school the only reason and every time i have helped people out of this thing the thing i showed them to do when they did it they got the answers and you could and because of the answers they got you can tell that this is a spirit because most of the time i make them do some some kind of praying i'm about to show you how to do it i made them do some kind of praying and every time they did that kind of praying all of a sudden it's as though the man's head comes back now, another thing too is that there are many young ladies in town now who are carrying things. Yeah. Some waist beads. If you touch it, you are gone. If you even see it, spray. So, your dad was probably in love with your family. He was okay. Love the woman, the wife, your mother. It was going on until one day. He smelled a certain spray since that day he does not take care of you guys again and not that somebody said i have seen some people use it i met a a man who is not a pastor he was telling me about how he went to see a fetish priest so that they can give him for girls it works like he was telling me he said it works like magic he said a particular area that particular girl nobody can even call her no guy he said after he took the thing the girl was coming to his gate to come and look for him you know when you when you start meddling with spirits you re, you realize how vulnerable human beings are they are nothing the spirits just play with their heads <laughs> 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 and what's the guy doing he's making some incantations when he makes the incantation the spirits move but don't try that with a tongue-talking woman By the time you also say, Ekulekule, she said, Makabra Talababa. Ekulekule, Ekulekule, Ekulekule. It's never one day that as they are incantated, the demon will now slap them for what they are doing. Ekulekule, now let say about me? You see? That's why I keep saying, I keep saying, I keep saying, keep fortifying yourself in the spirit. Keep fortifying yourself in the spirit because. No, people are not playing games anymore. Now, people openly come out and say, I'm a worshipper of Satan, openly. There it is there, I feel sorry for them, it is. <laughs> it is, I feel sorry for them. I have one suggestion for them, I've told you, and I, I, I still stand on my suggestion. Is it Nogopo? You should go to Nogopo and say, hey, fetish priest, hey, there's nothing here, hey, hey. <laughs> You will come with something to shout about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, verse 12. Okay. For we rest not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God that you may be able to uh, withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, he said, since you're already standing, what will happen? He says, stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18, now, because you have the whole armor. Now, this is what to do. This is what to do your fathers refused to come home this is what to do business has not been moving well in the family this is what to do praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit that's why i tell you don't go and be praying oh god do it oh god do it he said when you are praying all this prayer he said pray it in the spirit he said no, no matter the kind of prayer he said praying always with all manner of prayer How? In the spirit. So all manner of prayer must be done in the spirit. So no matter the prayer you are doing, pray in the spirit. Because you're dealing with a spiritual thing. God, please do it. God, please do it. No, pray with all manner of prayer in the spirit. So, how do we do all manner of prayer in the spirit? Now, number one, pray in tongues. Last week I talked about praying in tongues. So pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. When you want to flag for war, when you want to flag for war, all right now. There's a spirit behind what is happening with your dad. So, what are you going to do? You're going to go on your knees. You're going to go on your knees. Why? Because your dad is not within your authority. You cannot immediately say, Daddy, listen now. If you do that, you're a wizard. Daddy, listen now. You are coming now to the house now. No! No! You're going to go on your knees. Then you start praying in tongues. You start praying in tongues. You start praying in tongues. Then, when you are praying in tongues like that, begin to observe. Begin to observe. the prayer looks like if the prayer is difficult just know that you are dealing with a very very strong thing so you keep on you keep on you keep on when you even finish four hour prayer and the prayer has not been released in your spirit you are not done you have to come back you you don't go and stand and say but i prayed you did not pray because pray with all manner of prayer in the spirit now after you finish praying in tongues there's a next level there's a next level There's a next level. And that one is more powerful than praying in tongues. Even though you have to kickstart this thing with praying in tongues. Because praying in tongues is how you activate your spirit. It's how you flag war that, hey, I'm coming for this thing. Because it has to be a spirit-to-spirit thing. You don't fight the spirit. They said, don't we walk in the flesh. We don't walk after the flesh. So we have to take the fight to the spirit. So praying in tongues, you now move to groanings. Groanings. That means at that point... Oh, God. At that point, the Holy Ghost takes over the prayer. The Bible calls the Holy Ghost an intercessor. You see, at that time, the Holy Ghost is going to use the exact words. Take, for example, you're praying, all right? You're praying. And the the problem is actually that uh, the the lady is wearing some waist beads. That is confusing your dad. Now, even though you are praying in, in tongues, you don't know where the issue actually is. Now, if you truly want to deal with that issue, that means the prayer will have to be said. We not attack the waist beads. We now have to attack the person who invested power into the waist beads. So that means we have to go to the shrine. You don't know the shrine. You don't even know it's the shrine. So when you pray in tongues, that is the first level. Now, the praying in tongues will now carry you into a place where the Holy Ghost now begins to pray through you. Praying in tongues is your spirit praying. When the Holy Ghost begins to pray through you, that one is different. At that point in time, tongues don't come out again. It is only tears and groanings. You just say, oh, Oh! You just find yourself. And some people, because they are not trained in those things, when those things start happening, they just. Hey. They no come out Mashabala baba, ma ma <laughs> hey. No, some people are just loud. Sha-ba-la-ba-la. And let me tell you something. Even with the one of the Holy Ghost, there are times words don't come out again. You are just lying down and tears are flowing. And tears are flowing. And tears are flowing. Tears are flowing. Sometimes I'll just lie down like and. I don't know what's wrong with me. it is called the travail of soul at that time, the burden that is what happened to Jesus Christ the night before he died in Garden of Gethsemane the whole ordeal he was going to pass through they carried it to him so Jesus had died there already Jesus died there already that's what, that's what I, I do when, especially when we have programs I have to carry the, the weight of the program, whatever is going to happen on that day they have to carry it to me in my room And we have to finish the program on my knees first before we come out. So what we come and do outside here, we are only doing replay. So the Holy Ghost has to carry. Because I don't know the details of what's going to happen on that day. So as I'm lying down there, then tears will just be coming. It will just be coming. Sometimes you'll be sobbing like somebody has done something to you. There's a young man here. A certain night, I was was lying down. And I was praying, praying, praying. All of a sudden, I began this thing. The Holy Ghost didn't tell me you are doing it because of this or doing it because of that. He didn't tell me the reason. As I was doing it. I was, I was doing it. I said, ah. the next day, I had a meeting at, at the mall. So when I was done with the meeting, they told me about this young man that he had gotten an accident and he was in crutches. He sat at the back. He was in crutches. Then I said, let's go and see him. We got to his house. When he saw us, he was in the crutches. We entered his room. I said, I want to pray for you. Then I made him sit down. I touched his leg. I said, stand up. He stood up, started walking. Now, before, somebody would say, ah, know, powerful. And in fact, they started calling me just a touch. <laughs> you remember? You know, when he started walking, he was like, ah, ish. he couldn't believe it. How long were you in the crosses? Sir, please, one month. You had been in the crosses for one month? Yes, please, sir. And, and how long do the doctors give you? Four months. I just, but you know, before I went to even pray for him, I had done it in the place of prayer. But I didn't even know the next day I'll meet this. Ladies and gentlemen, when this kind of thing happens, you don't stop it. And you see the tears coming. And you see the tears coming. And you see the tears coming. You see the tears coming. They're just coming. Uh, uh, uh. Let me tell you, when it keeps happening to you, Let's say, for example, you are going to do a business. Then you if realize that this thing keeps happening to you. Don't sign the deal. When you are going for a business and you pray and this thing keeps happening to you, don't sign the deal. Until that tears has turned into joy. Don't sign the deal. Don't sign the deal. It means the Holy Ghost is using your 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 tears to tell you something that hey, there's problem. There's problem. That's why you are praying. There's problem. That's why this thing is happening. There's problem. There's problem. This problem if the holy ghost wants you to pursue you know now let me tell you a story there was a time i was going to pray for a lady who was um on the verge of death all right she was about to die all right now i kept praying i kept praying this prayer and the groaning did not happen it was just tongues. Ah, the first day there was no release i called another prayer meeting there was no release Then the third day, before we started the prayer, I said, Holy Ghost, you need to help me. Because there's no release. We keep praying. And Holy Ghost said, because she will die. I told the people, I said, forget it. I told the people, forget it. She will die. A week later, she died. What's the Holy Ghost showing you? There are times he takes a hold with you in the prayer. When he doesn't take a hold with you in the prayer, you will know, don't pray. Because you see, come, let me show you something. When it comes to intercessory prayer, eh, come, stand here. When it comes to praying in tongues, I'm coming. when it comes to praying in tongues, you are praying to God. Bible he that's speaking on no tongue speaking not on demand, but unto God. So when it comes to praying in tongues, you are praying to God. When it comes to this other level of the prayer, at that time, you and God, hold yourself together, hold me, and you are in the situation. So at that time, you are not praying in the spirit, you are praying with the spirit. That's the meaning of proskuneo. That's the meaning of proskuneo. It's a Greek word. Like you are taking a hold together with God on the situation. So the Holy Ghost now starts aiding you. He's now aiding you in the prayer. He's not aiding you. When it doesn't happen and the situation is very dicey, it means the Holy Ghost is either telling you to leave the situation alone. Nothing is impossible, ladies and gentlemen. I have seen the miracles that I cannot use my mind to see. I have seen different kinds of miracles not just healing miracles i've seen situations that you know this one there's nothing that can be done about it so at that time you God face to face pros that means face to face pros that means face to face so you and god take together you join together because god wants it to happen for you but he cannot just make it happen for you without you so god and you come together you see the situation You see the situation so god and you through praying with the spirit now go into the situation together that's what it means that kind of prayer is too powerful ladies and gentlemen make sure you 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 are an expert in that kind of praying you are praying for your family and you are praying and those tears come out allow them allow them to come out allow your spirit to just be releasing all those things that come from your spirit at that time the tears are coming the tears are coming and they just lie down okay someone say okay what if the tears are not coming at all there's something else you can do you can use your mind. You can use your mind. What do you do with your mind? Take your mind. Put it on the situation. Put it on the situation. Think of it till your emotions rise. The Holy Ghost will pick it from your emotions for you. Sometimes that emotion becomes an anger. Sometimes there are things people tell me, hmm, i mean, no, we need to do something about this. Then I chat toward it. The third way of praying in the spirit we talked about praying in tongues. We talked about praying with the spirit. That's the groanings which cannot be uttered. The last one, which is also very important, is praying in your understanding. Now, don't start praying in your understanding. Father, 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 King of glory, King of majesty, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for my family. Thank you for Lord, everything that I want my father to do. Lord, let my father do it. Mother, you are praying in the flesh. Lord, anything you want me to do, Lord, every money that you want me to have, Lord, let me have it. You are the king of glory, king of majesty, the king of... You understand? You are praying in the flesh. Because when you pray in tongues long enough, and you pray in the spirit long enough, and you grow long enough, when you are done and it's time to speak, you will realize that you are speaking different kinds of words. And at that time, the Holy Ghost has to choose the words for you. Not every word will fly in the spirit. Because at that certain times, you need to say, I cut it off. Because the thing has to be cut off. But you have, you, because you are praying the flesh, you probably say, Lord, I remove it. That remove is not head. That remove has no consequence. At that time, you will need the words from the Spirit of God. So the Spirit has to give you, like Pastor Chris will call it, the Spirit of God has to give you a sound code. The Spirit of God has to give you a sound code. And you know the amazing thing about the sound code. Sometimes the code is not even an English word. It is a shout. Because sometimes I find myself praying, and I find myself praying, I start praying, and as I'm praying, as I'm praying, I just find myself doing ah ah. If you have a what is this guy is he a cat? Ah, you know, i will just saying ah ah ah. So people think they need to be doing, you know, father, 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 father. I collect the money. I collect the money. It is not hurt. We are dealing with spiritual things here. When you start praying your understanding, things that you know, after you are praying in the spirit, when you stand up and say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, sometimes the Lord will give you a scripture. He'll give you a scripture. You then start, you start using the scripture. He spoke and the locusts came and then without number. Then you know that money is coming now. You know that money is coming now. You begin to speak words of abundance. Sometimes scriptures you have forgotten. They will start coming to you. They will start coming to you. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. I'm ending here. First Corinthians chapter 2. Let, let, let's start from verse 12. He said, now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Now, he says, huh? Now we have received not the spirit of the world. He didn't say now we will receive. He said, now we have received. So, this is the working of the spirit. The spirit of God is working. He says, now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit which is of God. So, God gives the spirit. God does not give things. Remember what he said in the book of Luke. He said, how many of you who are, who um, if your son asks you for bread you'll give him a snake he said how much more will your father not give you the holy spirit so god does not give things god gives his spirit he said the father will not hold from you any good thing that means the holy spirit is every good thing so now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Hallelujah. The spirit which is of God, that we might know the things which are freely given to us of God. Then verse 13 is the key. He said, With things also we speak. He said, The things which are freely given to, given to us of God will never work until we speak them. The things which are freely given to us of God will never work until we speak them. He said, With things also we speak. Then he says, Not in words which man's wisdom teacheth. Not in words which man's wisdom teacheth, but with the Holy Ghost teacheth. He said, The Holy Ghost will have to teach you the words to speak. Holy Ghost, I have to give you the words to speak. That means, at certain times, at certain times in the prayer, at certain times in the prayer, you know, one time, they carried one of the leaders here. They carried him to my house paralyzed. He had an encounter with a demon and he was paralyzed. They carried him to my house paralyzed. I was having a live session, one of the Instagram live sessions. They carried him to my house paralyzed and it happened around 12 midnight. You remember the times we were having live sessions? So you know the time I'm talking They carried him. When it happened in his house, he was bleeding all over. When it happened in his house, I said, carry him to my house. Because if he spent a night in his house, he would die. They carried him to my house. When they brought him to my house, anybody who says there's no spiritual anything, you are funny. <laughs> you could see that there was a dense thing in the room. When they carried him, I said, go and put him on my bed. I fear nothing. The demon you are in I said, put him on my bed. That's the bed I sleep on. When, jam, uh, when power, jump, power. Uh, we, we, yes. Put it on my bed. When finish, I'll sleep on the bed. So they put him on my bed. They came and he came paralyzed. I just laid my hands on his leg. Then, he started walking. Now listen, that was not the end of the story. For the next two days, that demonic person was still in my room. You see? Some of you wouldn't have slept in the room. But the next two days that demonic presence was still in my room one day i said no i need to deal with this thing because anytime i come you know it's like a foul smell it's not a physical smell i am not explaining to explain it to you it's like a foul smell it's so foul that's what the bible calls a foul spirit or an unclean spirit that was an unclean spirit so as the thing was smelling my room like this every time i go there's like i know there's somebody in the room at this time the person has left he's fine he's left even the person didn't want to leave my house. Yeah. He doesn't want to go home and they to come again. Yeah. They want my... I I, I go to the room. I, so, a voice was, something was telling me, don't sleep in this room, oh. Don't sleep in this room, oh. Don't sleep, oh. Because I knew something was in the room. I said, no, I need to deal with this once and for all. I entered the room. I started speaking in tongues. Because we need to flag for war, I've told you. Exactly. I started speaking in tongues. All of a sudden, I saw a demon creature i'm not telling you it's not vision. i saw a demon creature in my bathroom looking at me like this with one eye looking at me like this now at that time you don't say you don't, you don't be quick to say come out to where <laughs> is it come out from this place into the study room or what <laughs> don't be quick to say come out i start speaking in tongues i start speaking in tongues Ah. Then immediately i was just waiting for one thing i was just waiting for the holy ghost to drop a scripture the holy ghost dropped luke 10:19. give me luke 10:19. luke 10 19. behold i give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy so you know what i started doing i started saying power 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 you are joking are we playing so all of a sudden I knew God has given me the words to speak I don't have to quote the whole scripture I said power 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 and I started going to the bathroom power power it vanished that was the end power I was scared after speaking I was scared the Holy Ghost gave me that word power don't feel bad when you cast out a demon and it doesn't go immediately. Don't feel bad. Because Jesus Christ was tempted of the devil. It was his third attempt at the devil that the devil left. Don't feel bad when the first time it doesn't go. No, go again. Jesus Christ of Nazareth it was by his third attempt that the devil went. Power! As I said, power! Power! Look, listen to me. Listen to me. In praying in your understanding, use the name of Jesus. Use the name of Jesus. Now, today, you're going to use the name of Jesus. You'll pray in tongues. Then you use the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, my sister is coming back home. In the name of Jesus. This is happening. In the name of Jesus, that is going on. In the name of Jesus, this is happening in my house. In the name of Jesus, in praying and understanding, you use the words that the Holy Ghost gives you. That's why it's important to speak in tongues first. In the name of Jesus, I am moving forward. In the name of Jesus, I'm making progress. In the name of Jesus, I'm advancing. In the name of Jesus, all things are working to my, together for my good. Lift your hand and begin to pray now.